I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. From our friends. 77 WABC. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in the city to live in. Oh. Mm. I know a place. That's my man right there. He's saying you're watching an incompetent person. <laughs> I think he meant to say a competent person, but close enough. The headline of today's New York Post, besides Matt Harvey banging some really hot chick. 87,200 and counting. Silent crisis. Adams opens two new mega centers as migrant flood shows no sign of slowing. So I was talking to Noam in the first hour, and I said, well, Eric Adams calls out the national government. He never says Joe Biden pussy. He also went after Kathy Hochul that took it back in about one second. I said, it may help the mayor if he goes to court or something to shed this sanctuary city nonsense. Can't have it both ways. Can't have, you cannot be a sanctuary city and then bitch about the migrants. You can't have it both ways. So the good news is Curtis Sliwa, who, congratulations, got great ratings in the spring book, noon to one, as he does every month, weekdays on this station, overnight uh, as well, the overnight host on the weekends, and does his best work right here at 7.05 every weekday morning. The good news is Curtis knows the history of, quote-unquote, sanctuary cities, where it all began, what it's meant to us here in New York. So with that said, here he is, the great Curtis Sliwa. Well, first off, let me give a high five to the guy who drives you to work so many times, Gene. (laughs) Gene. A legal immigrant from Haiti. Uh, I had wrenched my knee this morning trying to avoid, avoid stepping on one of our 18 rescue cats, my wife keeps the lights off. The lights are off. So I'm struggling. And in order not to squash one of the cats, I fall down, wrench my knee. I come outside. If I take this subway, I know I'm going to get into a fight. I can barely move. And all of a sudden, I, I hailed down the yellow cab. And who was it? Gee. What are the odds of that? Now, that's happened twice. Yes. Folks, you have to understand, it was a cold winter day about four and a half years ago. And I was living at the time on the Upper West Side, West End Avenue between 104 and 105. I was out there for 20 minutes. Early in the morning, there were no cabs up there. And this guy, Gene, comes along, and then he drove me pretty much every day for the better part of four years. Now I moved to Rockaway, 
It's a little more difficult because he's a yellow cab. So I was splitting time between him and my buddy Levi. I still see Gene. Still, yes, yes. what are the odds of all the cabs you hail one down in the city and it's my driver? And by the way, a guy who can speak English. Oh, he's great. Understands what you're saying, knows where to go. Of course. And can talk about any subject. And more importantly, what did he have on the radio? Me. WABC. <laughs> no, well, you weren't me. on yet. Remember, I come early. Oh, you that's right. on yet. Frank Morano. No Laden was oh, on with the 5 o'clock news there wrap. go. Of who I'm going to call bus momentarily. Let me tell you, this guy has been driving a cab for 41 years. His daughter is brilliant, went to college abroad. She was in Singapore last month. Legal immigrant. Legal immigrant, I think, lives somewhere near Jamaica, Queens. Yeah, in, in, in South, South Queens. Right? There you go. And is just a wonderful oh, man. The best. The best. The best. So I'm happy to help you out this morning. Yeah, well, I, I, it would have been a struggle. But let me point this out uh, about this whole concept of sanctuary city, sanctuary county, sanctuary states. You know, we think it all of a sudden happened. Think again. The first one was in Berkeley in 1971. Figures. Right. So 1971. So we all follow berserkly, right? (laughs) And declare, oh, because we want to feel good. You know, at the time there were civil wars in El Salvador, civil wars in Nicaragua. We want to be able to provide these refugees, asylum seekers a place so that the evil feds won't swoop in and take them away. Remember, there was no ICE at that time. ICE came about after the attack of 9-11. Why was ICE formed as part of Homeland Security? To protect us from all the illegals coming in who had intents on blowing up America like, obviously, uh, Al-Qaeda utilized those laws. And then those who were overstaying their visas, education visas, work visas, and then disappearing. Great organization. Every day these men and women put on bulletproof vests. They have guns. They have to go out and get the bad hombres, rapists, drug dealers, gangbangers. Because they have a detainer. Because these people have been arrested locally for any number of violations. And the federal government, once it's in the database, because if you get fingerprinted, God only knows I've been fingerprinted so many times, it goes into the (laughs) FBI database. So they'll inform local law enforcement, NYPD. We see that you have this guy, Jose. You know, he's wanted on a number of charges, both here and his country of origin, El Salvador. (laughs) Keep him there. 48 hours, we're going to come. we got to get a warrant ourselves. Then we're going to take him either downtown of Vesey Street or Elizabeth, New Jersey, which is the federal detention center, and then move to deport them. So you know what the NYPD has been told going way back to Ed Koch. It didn't just start now. Way back to Ed Koch. You do not cooperate with ICE. State troopers, you do not cooperate with ICE. County chef, you do not cooperate with ICE. So we have Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Vermont are all sanctuary states with sanctuary counties with sanctuary cities. And we've got Peter King coming up at 740 this morning, usually on 840 on Wednesdays. But he actually moved the time today, not uh, Justin Ellick. And uh, you're telling me, based on the conversation I just had with Jennifer Harrison about Chris and Andrew Cuomo, 
that it was Andrew Cuomo who told the cops out on Long Island not to uh, not to deal with ICE. That which is, of good. course, how to bother Peter King. Let, let me tell you something. He called ICE thugs, thugs. twice Jeez. when he had his debate with Molinaro, the one debate he allowed Molinaro when he was running for government, with this smirk on his face, that will traditor, that will disgraziare <laughs> Andrew Idolize Cuomo, son of Mario Faccia Bruta Cuomo. He told the local law enforcement in Suffolk and Nassau, you don't cooperate with those thugs. Thankfully, President Trump came in with Jeff Sessions, the yep. attorney general, yep. with Peter King. They went to the federal courthouse in Central Islip, and they basically told law enforcement, you do what you got to do. Let's lock up these bad hombres and deport them. Thank God for Peter King. I can't believe uh, I'm saying that. so many look things. Look at you. I mean, you're not that far removed. Well, I, I was working there with the Guardian Angels in Central Islip. And, and I know local law enforcement and basically disregarded Andrew but, Cuomo. But you're not that far removed from wars with Bo Deedle, Peter King, now you guys are basically sleeping together. Absolutely. <laughs> Peter King, he's jumped off the Eric Adams crazy train. Uh, and on this issue of ICE, there's nobody more knowledgeable about it than Peter King, how we have held back ICE, these brave men and women. When's the last time you saw a ceremony honoring ICE? I've never seen it once. When's the last Trump. time you saw an editorial in any newspaper saying, you know, the brave men and women of ICE, every day they risk their lives? Never. And, and that's because we have basically boxed them in and we have made them impotent. And so because of ICE, if we would let them do their job, we could get rid of a lot of these bad hombres. And, and I noticed that Noam Laden said, well, you can't get rid of sanctuary cities and all that. It's not a legal term. It can be challenged. The federal government can challenge it. Trump tried to challenge a gruesome Newsom in California but obviously, he didn't have enough time because it's a long legal process. Right, but there was just a rumor just a couple of weeks ago, right about the time I went to Gracie Mansion with Danielle, my beautiful wife, for the Jewish Heritage Month, that Eric Adams had gone to court to fight the Sanctuary City deal. He did not. But Fabian Levy said to me, that's not true. That he is did. correct. He will defend Sanctuary City to the day we die. And let's be specific here on why. An illegal alien comes in provided all the amenities that even mommy didn't provide you when you were growing up <laughs> by their Papa Chulo, Eric Adams. Is he paying for it? No, we the sucker taxpayers. If they are in one location for 30 days or more, they are now legal residents. Try to get them out of there. Go to tenant landlord court. Knock yourself out. Secondarily, if they get a job, he's pushing for them to get jobs. The next path is to allow them to vote in municipal elections and then state elections, and then the big push eventually is going to be in federal elections. So you're telling me that all this anger, hysteria, upset that Mayor Adams shows us is he's really feigning anger that at the end of the day he knows, like Joe Biden knows, that the more migrants who come here, and we treat them well, get them jobs, that means votes. Are you think telling it, me he's feigning it. anger? I think that's it. Years from now, you walk into one of their homes, right? You will see up on the wall, because most of them are Hispanic, they're Central America, South America, the Caribbean. There will be the picture of Jesus, the picture of the Lady of Guadalupe, that's yes. the Blessed Mother, a picture of Joe Biden, and a picture of Eric Adams. And they will tell their children and grandchildren, without their help, what? we could they, never have come to America. They're going to take down the picture of Roberto Clemente yes. by Eric Adams? He's Puerto Rican. Clemente oh, okay. was born yeah, in no America. Yeah. Yeah. But now, this is bad news. You know me, I 
break news. There are people out there going to be they're going to be blowing up your phone. Curtis is lying. Curtis is lying. Ninety percent of the time, I've been right. right? I, I think you're wrong about that. I think I, it's ninety five percent. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, friend or foe. There are some out the caucus at the Bell Rose Jewish Center. 254, 14 Union Turnpike and Floral Park. Right down the block, basically, from where we held our Gravesend red carpet premiere just last Thursday. It's a lovely area. Not only that, across the street, the Glen Oaks Village Co-op, largest in New York State, 2,900 garden apartments, 134 buildings, 110 acres. Guess what? You are going to be turned into a migrant no, center. No, don't say that. Yes, and I'll tell you what happened. You know, like a lot of synagogues, uh, the community ages out. People move to Boca Raton, or unfortunately, <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> no, they, they take dead. a dirt bath. So the congregation says, what do we need this big building for? Let's sell it. So the Koreans come up because they're evangelicals, Pentecostal. We'll give you $3 million. Good deal. A lot of Koreans in that area. They're very religious, very patriotic. I, and by the way, voted for me against Eric Adams. So we applaud that. We love the Koreans. As, uh, your, as opposed <laughs> to your peeps, the Jews. Oh, well, maybe maybe he'll be a good uh, black mayor, you know, like Dinkins was. Sure he will be. So anyway, the city comes through another buyer and says, we'll give you $5 million for the synagogue. $5 million, hush, hush, mush, mush. And we're going to turn it into a migrant center just for a year. They'll just be there for a year. So what happens to the Jewish people that are left in that synagogue? Well, guess what? Go on Zoom. You know, knock yourself out. Come on. Go to Boca Raton. That'll push them further. Don't we have have enough people moving to Boynton Beach already? But you see, now the board sits there and they say, wow, the city is being very generous through this, this purchaser. They're going to give us $5 million versus the Korean church, $3 million. You know what the propensity is. Take the $5 million because oh, we'll probably be dead within 10 right. years. You, you got to take the oh, money. No. It I'm, I'm not going to kill them for taking the money. I'm going to kill the city for offering the money. Of course, of course. And you got to say, hey, Rabbi Bovin. Rabbi Bovin, I know you. <laughs> yeah. How many times have I gone to meetings and you get up there and you give the prayer and you give the big piece, a big trumper, big trumper, right, waving the Trump flag. But when it comes to the money, what do I always say? Follow the money. Follow. I don't care if you're friend or foe. <laughs> when you sell out your people, your community for the money, you are my enemy. I don't care what your party affiliation. So, Reverend, excuse me. Reverend. Rabbi Bovid, you should take a menorah and impale yourself. No, wait a second. So right now, are you more upset with him than Rabbi Joe Potashnik? Well, no, they're on equal status. Oh, my God. Because uh, Rabbi Joe Potashnik still has not said to the mayor, apologize to that 84-year-old Jewish white woman from the Upper West Side, a Holocaust survivor that you said was a plantation owner with slaves. They got 40 markers, right? Yeah. Jewish Advisory Council, First Eric. Eric Adams loves Jews. Yeah, he loved Farrakhan, too. No, Eric Adams loves Jews. No, Rabbi Joe Potashnik, he loved Farrakhan, too. And you can guys don't stand up in a minion and say, Eric, we're going to resign unless you apologize to that elderly Jewish woman. And you know what he said, basically? 
No, I don't apologize right. to anybody. No, he doubled down on it. Double he down. said, don't talk to me like I'm but a slave. Can, we, you must join me in solidarity. Nancy has done all the deep dive on this. You <laughs> know her as any you. attorney. I'm in. We got all the information. It's right next to a SNAP center. Nobody cares about the SNAP center. That's where you go for your food coupons and all that. That's fine. The people there, they're not prejudiced. They're not racist. But you can't let... A total of 700 illegal aliens into the Belrose Jewish Center. Again, the address, 254-14 Union Turnpike in the beautiful Floral Park. And all of you residents listening right now having a heart attack in the Glen Oaks Village Co-op, largest in New York State, 2,900 apartments, 134 buildings, 110 acres, gorgeous, right across the street. Guess who just woke you up? Curtis Sliwa. Now, what are you going to do? You're going to moan and groan, and you're going to say, oh, there's nothing we could do. We elected Kathy Quiteway Holcomb. We elected Eric Adams. I campaigned there. You choose, you didn't vote for me. You did what you always do. You voted for the Democrat. So now, this Gentile just blew the horn, right? All of a sudden, I'm alerting all of you what's happening. So don't blame me. Now you have to suffer or stand up with Curtis Lewa and fight for what you know is right. And you tell that rabbi, that Rabbi Bovid and the rest of the board there, do not sell out your community or there'll be a price to pay. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.